Everybody, welcome into Roosters on Olentangy River Road in beautiful Columbus, Ohio. Spring is really here. Spring ball started for Ohio State. These guys aren't actually taking part anymore for the first time. Jonah Jackson, Brandon Bowen. I know you guys missed that spring ball opportunity to get out there and get rolling. Uh, I know you guys had to come check it out yeah, last week yeah, just because you missed definitely. it so much. Oh, yeah. I mean, spring ball is a different beast. I mean, it's a lot of time to, you know, develop your skills and everything like that, get ready for the season and all that. And uh, so it's it's definitely a different experience, especially after being there the past five years, not being able to do that this year. <laughs> Down there attacking and dominating. He's on his own T-shirt for homage, Anthony Schlegel. He's my people, man. That's your people. You know, he's ready for spring ball. You can tell he's got the pads on his shirt. Uh, this is Letterman Live brought to you by Roosters. Hanging out down here, fun, casual conversation uh, about Ohio State. And these two, I had to call in some reinforcements right here to protect me from you, Schlegs. I got, <laughs> they're, they're, I've got the big blockers, the leader from Ohio State in knockdown blocks last year right here. I'm safe. You can't get me this week. I know. I, well, you know what? I would try because that was my favorite part of spring ball was just trying to dent their face mask in. And like, and here's what I love about it, and I, I've mentioned this on the show before, is like I would have loved to gone against y'all's offensive line because you guys are absolute assholes, right? And <laughs> I like that, right? Like, yeah, right. I mean, I want to see dudes finishing down the yeah. field. I've waited a long time to see an entire offensive line unit do what you guys did this season. Like, I got excited watching it. Plus, I know your coach, Coach Studd, who is phenomenal. But just how you guys played the game, how violent you were, how you finished blocks, and you enjoyed it, I like that. And guess what? As a player, I want to go against the best. I want to feel the physicality because guess what? Pain is the indicator of life. Let's go. <laughs> I think that Jonah likes to dish out not only that the punishment, but he's known to truck a little trash. You two going out on the practice yeah. field might be worth it. Oh, that'd be, that'd that'd been so fun, fun man. That'd have been amazing. That'd have been amazing. We saw Brandon, and he just did his first Buck IQ with us. You can see that on LermanRoad.com. He's got more coming. we got another one breaking him down, his pro prospects. Jonah, you've got a little bit different path. I've been going to bat for Brandon. He got snubbed from the combine. He doesn't have to say it. I'll say it for him. You got to go through that process. Because I just asked them all beforehand because I obviously <laughs> didn't even watch the combine. Because that's how much I think it matters. This much, zero. All right, poof, David Cobb. What about the guy who was there? I think it might have mattered to him. I don't. Maybe Here, it doesn't. Jonah, what did you think what about do your you experience? Think? Um, I definitely thought, it, you know, it's, it's a great experience being able to go to that, that stage and hear your name called at the 40-yard dash line. And then not only that, the, the physical part, but, you know, getting to meet all the coaches, like saying what's up to Ron Rivera and yeah. Coach Gruden and all those guys. You're like, wow, like my dream is coming to fruition and this is really happening. When you're going in those meetings, you're just telling them that you guys missed out on Brandon Bowen or you got to come to Pro Day? How do you <laughs> for sure. I definitely, I've definitely gone to bat for Brandon multiple times and, and other teammates as well and just, you know, just giving a great word and letting them know what, what kind of guys we have brewing in, in this program. Yeah. Brandon, for you, you know, for anybody who hasn't watched that yet or the next one coming, like what's, what's the process like for you? you? You don't get that invite. You probably thought it was coming. But how do you get yourself ready and pro day becomes the big focus for you? I mean, it just adds more fuel to the fire. And uh, yes. also, I mean, we have four weeks from – we. I have four weeks more to prepare than yeah. people who went to the combine. So, I mean, it's just a better stage. I mean, Ohio, Ohio State's a lot different than uh, a lot of other places in terms of we have every single team that comes to our pro day. We have – I think we had like 100-something <laughs> scouts come. We had like four or five head coaches last year. We had GM, so, I mean – being snubbed from the combine, I'm not. I'm not really worried about it at all. Just as more fuel. Yeah, and as as I was telling him earlier, uh, Andrew Norwell. Guess what? He didn't go to the NFL combine. He's the highest paid guard in the National Football League. Because guess what? The combine, you guys could probably attest to, 
it's it's this, right? It's either a thumbs up, thumbs down, or middle of the road. I want to go look at more tape, right? And so when you go there, it allows you to have the opportunity to say, okay, when I come back for our pro day, maybe I don't I don't need to do a bench or I don't need to do a broad jump or run a 40 because I already did that. I like that time. I'll take it. And now I can focus more on my individual work, right? Whereas I got to go do it. It also shows, hey, I can go do all those things, put out great numbers, and do my position drills. And the good thing is, they're they're all going to be there. I think we had a lot more head coaches than four. It was probably like like yeah. half yeah, the league, what, right? right? It was probably like eight GMs. Yeah. But like that's what Ohio State does, and it's going to be good on good. And the the beauty is, it'll just be y'all. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? So all eyes will be on them for that 20, 25 minutes that they got, pushing each other, seeing how they handle their teammates, seeing how they finish, competing with one another within the drills, and that will really bring light to everybody because, again, like that's why people come and watch Ohio State. They want to watch these type of guys compete at our pro day. Right. Jonah, I mean no offense to where you were before. You're a graduate yes, of, of Rutgers, and, and, so, and you did great work there. What was and your every- undergrad in? My undergrad was in criminal justice with a minor in labor relations. <laughs> what are you going to use with that? What are you going to do with I, well, that? Originally, originally, I wanted to go into the FBI. That's cool. I wanted to do something like that. And then, you know, one thing led to another. I was like, I can branch into something else. And so well, I went to uh, grad school and, um, you know, I eventually want to become an athletic director, do something in broadcasting. So what did you, uh, what was your mate? Uh, your <laughs> it was in the sports management department. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's a great program. Yeah, yeah. Bam. See right there, man. Double degrees. Let's go. Yes, sir. <laughs> Anyway, what I was saying before Schlegs decided that he needed a little comedy for the show. So I like the transport to ask, portal. To ask an NFL draft pick what he's going to do with his degree. Uh, you know, Rutgers isn't going to have that Good amount question, of pro yeah. day. Like, how much of that, when you were weighing your decision at this time last year, or Febu- you know, February, January, going through all that, was the, the audition opportunity that you might have? And how much did you weigh that? Was that part of your thinking? Uh, yeah, I mean, that just went into to everything. That's like a small smidgen of what yeah. went into it and, and – the amount of stuff that Ohio State has had to offer and has offered me in my time being here. Um, but, yeah, that was definitely something that intrigued me. You know, I was able to watch it on NFL Network and yeah. last year <laughs> in this, at this around this time. So, you know, it's, it's awesome to be all eyes on you at, at one point. Brandon, can you believe that it's time for your pro day? I mean, Man, no, four or no. five years in the pro when is When is pro Absolutely day? Yeah. 25th. Uh, it's March 25th. Let's go. <laughs> Let's do it. Schlage's got his tickets ready now. I'm ready. I'm going to be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Heck, yeah. I just like watch, watching the guys perform, man. I just like watching. Because oh, I, I was there, and I, I remember how fun it was doing it with right. your teammates, getting prepped, doing all the stuff. And, like, that's something that you don't ever forget. Absolutely not. Uh, one thing about this process is, like, sometimes it's hard when you leave your your own program. It's like trying to keep that competitive edge because you, you're so used to being around your teammates, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you branch out to places where nobody's really together. And so, I mean, one of the things that was funny about me and Jonah was we put a little bet on uh, our forty-yard dash time. Uh-oh. And oh, so you know we kept that little uh, that competitive edge <laughs> with each other and just comp- I mean even though he's in Atlanta and I was out in uh, San Diego, we kept that competitive edge with each other. So most definitely, and yeah. you know I'm I'm not planning on doing the forty again at the pro day, but that time's gonna stand. Well, yeah, what was your time? The, what was your time? It was it was a five-two. I don't okay, feel like cool. that, that's Guess my what? best. Guess what? Yeah. All right, but if cool. I see him run below the five-two, yeah, I gotta uh, run again. Oh, <laughs> he's, he's gotta <laughs> peel the sweats you're back up. You're gonna be warmed up. You're gonna be warmed up over on the side. Like I'm just waiting. I'm watching Brandon. I'm if wa- he does any better hey, than that, wait, what'd you get? Oh, you got a four-one-nine. I'm running. You have to stand up to your back like this. 
And luckily he goes before me, so I have time to yeah. to think about the decision. I got it. Wow, you got to let Coach Mick know that it might be a change to the format. We're going to throw in this guard. He's going to run a little bit because the tackle <laughs> went, went 5-1. Well, that's what we were talking about. Like, I want you guys to stay here. So, Coach Mick, let's get this popping. Yep. Let's keep all of our dudes here because that's the one thing that you guys miss. Tell us a little bit about what you guys learned from other schools, other athletes, and what they have versus what you guys have. Because that's, that's something that we don't see because we're in the bubble of the Woody. Right. And then now you leave and you're training with other people. Right. Whether it's their intensity, whether it's their routine, whether it's being a pro, whether it's how they compete in the weight room. Like, talk, give the viewers a little bit about that scope, that vision of what you guys were able to see in the places that you were training. Well, being from a whole other school, like uh, like being at Rutgers and, and going through a different strength program, it it's crazy to see, like, how much of an impact Coach Mick has had because the guy – that was my strength coach. You you worked with him as well. Coach Kenny's Parker, my guy, yeah. Coach Kenny Parker. And, you know, and he's back. Everything he did, not everything, he put his own tweaks, but, like, a lot of what he, he did did in his program was modeled after what Coach Mick did. And, you know, that just speaks volume to his ability of being a strength coach and, and what he does in production of players year in and year out. So, Yep, absolutely. What about the guys? What about the guys that you guys saw there versus you guys and your teammates? Brandon had a guy out there where he was going against uh, someone from the other side of the rivalry, and he, uh, you can tell that story, but yeah. he opened your eyes a little bit. Yeah, uh, one of my really good friends from out there, I mean, I consider us really good friends now, but I mean, <laughs> we'll always have that little rivalry between us, but, yeah. um, you know, just getting to know him and talking to him about his program and our program, you can really see the differences between us and them, and you really under- start to understand why we've had the success that we've had over the past uh, eight years. And um, But it was also at the same time, Having somebody from the Big Ten, we were the only two people from the Big Ten out there. Um, we kind of pushed each other the whole process, so it was nice to have someone there that understood, uh, I guess, the career span and what yeah. we went through as players in that conference. So what's the difference? I want to know what the difference is between the programs, between <laughs> Ohio State. Not necessarily your buddy, but just, like, what is the difference between our program and how it set y'all up for success when you went there versus other programs and their guys? Like, was it more – they had to catch up more faster. Like, they had to catch up, have some more gains. Right. right? Because, again, like, part of the deal is we're still lifting really heavy in season, and you leave, and, yes, you're beat up, but the gains they got to go make to go do a 225, which is absolutely stupid because that's not ball, but, like, all those other tests that you got to do, like, you're you're already kind of in shape for that, right? right? So now it's more about getting healthy and doing that. So what's the difference between Ohio State, how you guys were set up for success, versus the other schools sending their guys to different locations to train? I would just say the intensity. That was the biggest really? thing I noticed off right, off the bat was um, just like the little things. We always, in this program, we stress the little things, plus two, um, finish through the line, everything like that. Um, and you just don't see that in other places, especially when I went to uh, the Shrine Bowl. Yeah. It was, it oh. was interesting being able to see like, Oh, people aren't running back to the huddle. Like, why aren't they? <laughs> why aren't Dude, they doing that? Like, yeah, why aren't they finishing plays? Like, why aren't they running after the ball? Stuff like that. As you you start to notice like the really small stuff that you didn't necessarily know was a big deal while you're here because everybody did it. Right, and that's see that's the one thing Terry McLaurin was talking about on the Buckeye Cruise. It's the fact that you guys are already pros, and a lot of it those guys are looking at. So who's the guy that I need to watch and do what they do, right, and emulate right. them? But like I'm already jogging back to the huddle because guess what? This is how it should be done. Right. So follow me, and automatically, boom, that separates you. But I play in the East West Shrine game right. too. Like that's what separates you from that. Is like you're already a pro. You're already being a leader amongst other people that you have no relationships with. Right. But this is how I do it. Yeah. You know. That's all I know. 
All right, awesome. You, you guys don't get to be the leaders anymore down the street, right? You're done. <laughs> yeah. I know you went and watched Brandon, Jonah. There's two uh, starting jobs that are open because you guys are standing here with us. What's going to shake out? I know it's just spring. There's training camp to go. What are you watching? Who do you think is going to emerge? Give us some names we need to watch. Um, honestly, I, I feel comfortable with whoever they put out there because you know Coach Stud and Coach Day and everybody on that staff will have them ready for just about anything because everything will get thrown at you come Saturday. But, yeah. um, you know, young guys like Harry Miller, Matt Jones at the left guard spot and then right tackle, uh, Nick, yeah. um, even the young guy Paris, Paris you know, yeah. he's, he's showing strides of being – possibly the next big thing or another great offensive lineman coming out of Ohio State. So, you know, it's, it's exciting to see all these guys develop and, and, and compete to see how the job will unfold. Berm always talks about Paris Johnson's ankles. Thinks he's got skinny legs. Dude, like, those Brandon, are, I know those you know are, what I'm that's talking fast about. Twist. He's, talking, he's talking about it all the time. Yeah, like, I got skinny legs. <laughs> Is you got skinny, a, guess what, man? It's because you're explosive and yeah, fast. Yeah. You know, 5'2 no with your fame. I mean, that's I got skinny ankles too. Like, Okay, I – I'm not, Boom, I'm I'm not athletic, saying, I'm saying that's what Berm said. I'm just yeah. I'm Why speaking. is Berm checking out his ankles? That's the real you know, question. He's, he's the talent recruiting guru. Yeah. I'm, I'm just the I'm just I the give ex- that guy five stars because of his ankles and calves. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's uh, you know he's got the the lean, the shin shin angles. That's yeah, that's big time. That's cool. All right. Well, Brandon, you talked about this on Buckeye Cube, but for people who haven't seen it, with Nick and Paris going at it in the spring, and you were just part of that position battle last year with this with Nick. Right. You know, tell for people who don't know what it's like to go through that and still be as close as you guys are in the brotherhood and all that, how do you manage that? How do you get through a spring when you want to be the starter and you right. wanted it for your last year in the program? Now right. he wants it and he's got this freshman trying to take it. How will that play out in, in Coach Studd's meeting room? Uh, it's tough at first. I mean, it's it's tough to digest. You know, you're in a room with somebody that essentially wants to take your job. and uh, But at the same time, with with Ohio State, the way we work, it's such it's so big on on the brotherhood, and so with that, you look past. Oh, that guy's trying to take my job. You just help each other, and in helping each other, you're helping yourself. Yeah. And so you go to bat every day. You compete. You compete. You compete. And I mean, whoever gets the, or whoever's the guy, I mean, I'm sure the other will be happy for him. Iron. That's called iron sharpens iron. No doubt. By the way, no doubt. And that's that's another um, like comparison of like how Ohio State readies their guys for the NFL because even something as simple as Having a position battle, not simple, but in the in the position room, and then when you get to the league, you're trying to take another grown man's job. So it just <laughs> it all is back and forth. So you're always you're never comfortable, you're never getting complacent. You're yeah. always ready to do what you need to do to make that check and right. play ball. Absolutely. So. It's also like uh, in when you say iron sharpens iron, it's also across across the line of scrimmage. I mean, <laughs> I'm I'm having these scouts ask me who's the best player I played against in my in my in this last year, and I'm telling them all Chase Young. Well, what about a different team? <laughs> I'm sorry. It was. Ch- I mean, Chase Young was the honestly. best player I played against, and just it's just crazy to be able to go against somebody like that every day, and uh, still, you know, um, we'll just to be able to go against them every day, and uh, you know, make each other better. Yeah, competition breeds excellence, Absolutely. right? And that's it. He's making you guys better. Then you had Nick, and then you have all those other young Man. guys like giving you looks all the time. There Absolutely. is no rest. No, you got to be on your A game, right? And that's what you got to have to be in the Big Ten to play in the college football playoff. You know that like that's what you have to have. Right. Plus, you have that across the board now with the depth that we have at Ohio Man. State, which is from recruiting, but it's also. You guys bringing guys in, because that's one thing that gets guys to go to the transfer portal, right? Absolutely. If they come into a battle and there's a lot of friction and animosity because it's like I'm trying to go get this job versus, hey, I'm going to make you better, you're going to make me better. The best guy is going to win, but ultimately at the end of the day, the team's going to win. Absolutely. And at Ohio State, you only have to have one year. 
Yeah. Right? It's not like you have to yeah. have three or four years at right. another school, right? Absolutely. And so that's the beauty of what they're doing. But it, it, it starts with the guys in the locker room facilitating that culture and that relationship. Yep. Right. Jonah, when you got here, how much of that positional battle did you feel like there was? Because we spent all of last year, as soon as you decided that you were coming here, well, we penciled you in at that guard spot. We knew that's why they recruited you. I thought, well, that's going to happen. But when you got here on day one, did you feel like a starter right away? Did it Was it a smooth transition? What did you feel like last August? Um, I definitely felt like when, once I stepped on campus, I had to compete. You know, I, I wasn't as in shape as other guys because I, I was training, but I wasn't doing what Coach Mick's doing, you know what I mean? So once I got there, I was kind of behind the eight ball with just like uh, being in shape and my conditioning. But then once we got the field work, it was definitely competition there. I had to show Coach Stell what I was made of because this is really his first time seeing me in person and just yeah. constantly showing that and, and just being critical of myself and technique, conditioning, dieting, and all that. And that definitely helped make the transition a lot smoother, being gotcha. able to take the job and be a starter. Well, I, I got a question. So I, I love to be able to have an opportunity to talk about our coaches because, one, I have a relationship with all of them. But two, like I know the impact of coaches on players and the impact of players on coaches. So give the audience a little bit plug of Coach Stud, how he runs his room, how he sharpened you, like how he really has changed. I mean, that culture has changed now. Absolutely. And we got some dudes in there, yeah. right? And like how did he do that and, and how did he impact you guys? I think one of the biggest things is he coaches out of love. And a lot of people, you know, can see him, like, yelling and being tough on us. And, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like all Like Uncle him. Fester yeah, looking, yeah. you know, dude, right. yelling it's, at people, gruff, horse. Yeah, it, it can take some getting used to, but you really realize where it comes from and that he really does truly want the best for you. And so uh, it's kind of just you have to get to that understanding that that's how he feels to really be able to be coached by him and get to that next level. Exactly, yeah, for sure. So, that's hey, it? That's all you got? You he, say he, for he sure? He's just like <laughs> – Coach Studd, he, he's like – like a, a one-of-a-kind individual. He's just like a guy that, like, he'll get on you, like he said, out yeah. of love. But, like, when you do good, when you all do good, he'll never, like, he'll always keep it the same. He'll Absolutely. never give you too much or too little. He'll always keep it the same. And, you know, on the field, if you if you have an issue, say you're struggling pass protection or something you don't feel comfortable doing in the, in the run game, he'll literally sit down with you and teach you some stuff that you had even no clue about. He just has, like, a constant, like, evolving toolbox, I guess, of different things because – when I got there in pass protection, he taught me different, like, hand movements and stuff. And just being able to be under his tutelage and, and understanding his knowledge of the game is just like, wow. Like, tutelage. He's been around <laughs> yeah. for a while. Big time. Yeah. That's so awesome. If you That's go in one coaching. on one, does he ever stop yelling? I've never heard, like, anything yeah. less than, like, the most intense sound coming out of his mouth. When, when, you, when, when you, you leave the, the Woody, he, he yeah. stops yelling. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when he you went to when we went over his house, like it was just like, all right, this is this is the coach yeah. stud that's at home with yeah. his wife and his dog. And <laughs> his dog. All right, about to let hey, these oh, offensive linemen have to eat here uh, on Letterman Live, brought to you by Rooster. So about to let him go, but Jonah, so about your your eighty four knockdowns. Brandon said it's just easier at guard, like that the that's tackle, true. tackles aren't getting enough credit for that, and maybe it's skewed. How many did you have? Uh, I had like 40-something. Like well, I just thought you might have to defend yourself. Yeah. I yeah. personally not doing a lot of B-blocks, though, out there. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I personally don't a little believe more space. that their job is harder getting knockdowns at because <laughs> they're going against guys that are way lighter. We're going against guys that are our weight. You know what oh, I mean? so, speak it. I like this. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so tackle, I'm not saying a lighter guy's easier to throw because some dudes are very strong and freaking but nature. They but tend to be more athletic on the outside, so they can but stay up. You got, that's why you guys are out there because you're athletes. <laughs> they don't think we're that great of athletes, so that's why you got to handle the business. Right. And if you get your hands on, you can do more than 84 knockdowns. I feel like if I was at tackle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the number would have gone up on the edge. That's, <laughs> no, that's, Wyatt's got me next year. I'm kidding. Why it'll take the cake next year. He might, he might 
Blow it out of the water. How far did you say you were ahead of Wyatt last year? Like I was four. No, probably like six or seven. Oh, I yeah. like it. Guess what? <laughs> he was they right. Keep he track. was right there. They keep yeah. track. He was right oh, there. Yeah. He was creeping time. up my neck uh, week after week, and I'm like, oh. yeah, no. Nah, those two's competition towards the end of the year yeah. was insane. But it's all love, though. For you know, knockdowns, driving yeah. each other so, to make make each other better. You know what I mean? So, so since I'm such an amateur about this stuff, like, doesn't Josh Myers have the hardest part of getting knockdowns? He's got to worry about getting that snap off. And I mean, you might have similar stuff to the guard, right. but how am, am I wrong here? No. Or where no, was Josh Myers in the top five? Uh, he was he was me and Thayer were the last two for sure. I think it was I think it was Jonah Wyatt then Josh. Yeah, then, I think it was Josh. Yeah, yeah, and then me and Thayer. Okay, so I'm gonna go to bat there for the center. I'm gonna go to bat for you not going. To the <laughs> and combine. now I know this. Come on, Thayer, let's get those numbers up. Dead <laughs> hey, last last he, year. He wasn't fully healthy. We don't have to talk okay, about all okay. that. We're not, we're not supposed to talk all about that stuff. But I great. think Thayer might have more than my, more than me. Oh, so you're know. last. Oh, oh, okay. oh, I was probably okay. last. I don't know. I'll, I'll take that hit for him. <laughs> we'll, I got him. We'll check the math. He's back. In spring ball, these guys are done. They're getting ready for NFL Pro Day at Ohio State in a couple weeks. Great to have Brandon Bowen and Jonah Jackson hanging out with us. we got another segment coming to you live at Letterman, Loaf, Letterman Row. Letterman Live at Roosters. Easy for me to say. I'm obviously hungry. We'll be right back after this. Roosters is one of the unique companies that we deal with. They're involved in everything we do, from our personal foundation to also the Cancer Research Fund. And that's from the Buckeye Cruise from Cancer to all the events leading up to the Buckeye Cruise. They donate back to different organizations that are near and dear to their heart. And we're so fortunate to have been with Roosters now for a long, long time. All the folks at Roosters are just genuinely kind folks, and they want to make a difference. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. Thank you, Roosters Foundation. All right, welcome back. We uh, we changed that. We got those offensive linemen. Look, they gone. took all of our food. I know. Ate it all. Let me get, let me get a stool go. here, and then it'll look, it'll, it'll look normal. Yeah, <laughs> you, can a, tell, you can tell that we had Brandon Bone and Jonah Jackson here. The, the food is gone. Uh, <laughs> Except for mine because I'm ending my fast. Here it is. Right now. Schlegs Boom. Fast. Schlegs is Happy looking for emoji. another partnership. Get the mac and cheese bites. Boom. Yeah, I, was already at, I was already at Trails West getting my truck fixed today, my guys. <laughs> We're going to reload the here. Best. You know about Trails West. You, you know Trails West? Yeah. You know, Ryan? They're the on. best, man. Yeah, absolutely. I got a <laughs> cap for the back of my truck. I was about to say you had a tunnel cover or something. Yeah, I'm looking yeah. sexy. All right. Well, this guy. This show is brought to you by Roosters. we got the normal crew yes. back out here, Justin Zwick and Mike Doss with me, and Schlegs as he attacks and dominates that Italian sub. <laughs> my goodness. Uh, boys, we're, uh, we're through one week of spring ball, and I told you how much I look forward to it. Week one was still pretty uh, entertaining and interesting for Ohio State. The bad news, day one, Master Teague goes down. He's got a torn Achilles. Um, wow. Well, it's, it's officially it's torn. torn. Wow. It's, it, Ohio State doesn't make anything official. Multiple sources have told Letterman Rowe that Achilles is torn. That's bumpy. He has had surgery on that already, so that, that clock okay. is ticking. Um, I, You guys tell me if I'm wrong. I've, I've, tried to, I've thought about this 100 different ways, and I'm trying to wrap my mind around the running – game, the ground game, the running backs, because Mar- Marcus Crowley's going to be out till the summer. Yep. They still have Steel Chambers, but right now he's the only scholarship tailback. I think, you know, by the summer you get Mayan Williams. He's the, you know, the mm-hmm. freshman. Yep. And then you're going to have Crowley. You're going to have three backs by then. I don't know when Teague is going to officially be back. If uh, he's back. If he's back <coughs> this year. We've seen the last couple of years that Tuff Borland and Justin Hilliard both had that injury in spring and played in the season. Were they 100%? Uh, that's probably debatable for what Tough Borland dealt with in 2018. And he plays Correct. running back. Yeah. 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 So this, yeah. Running back. This, is a, this is a big deal for Master Teague specifically. They have a long-winded way of me saying, I, I'm not convinced that it's some sort of death knell for the ground game. And no. My reason for that, and you guys tell me how wrong I'm, I, I am or am not, I, don't, I didn't feel like they were going to build the whole thing around Master Teague anyway. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because of what you have 
A with Crowley, who I'm really high on when he's healthy. But you've also seen last year what they did with J.K. Dobbins is he could do everything. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they phased out some of the end rounds, fly sweep, jet sweep, the pop passes that, you know, something like Paris Campbell or mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel did. I thought those were going to come back in the offense anyway, <clears throat> and Justin Fields is going to run. So am I right or am I wrong? Everything is going to be fine. <laughs> I think, I mean, again, it's still Ohio State, so you don't know who's still on that depth chart that could come in, move a guy around. You still got Jalen Gill, who was a Columbus legend, yeah. you know, so you can, you can piece some guys around and, you know, obviously, you know, Zach Bourne, you know, moved around <laughs> at a point in time and right. played a little yeah. bit of, run, from running back to defense. So there's opportunity. Running just back, him. <laughs> <laughs> loosely. He's using that loosely. Because he's on this show. <laughs> yeah. He was a fullback. Yeah, that term was yeah, yeah. loosely used right there. Just because he's our guy. He's <laughs> our guy, though. He's our guy, though. Shout out, Zach Bourne. My guy. <laughs> but I think, you know, there's, you know, you got some receivers. We go with a one-back set. You got some guys with talent. Just put the ball in their hand, right? Mm-hmm. So, at the end of the day, you know, how are we going to, you know, manifest that by putting <laughs> the ball in the talented players' hands and just letting them, you know, play, be a football player? Yeah. So, that's what, you know, Coach Day will be working on this offseason, kind of figuring out, like you said before, end rounds, reverses, you know, receiver screens, things like that, where we just want to put the ball in our playmakers' hands and then, you know, and do work that way. And they may, you know, you move McCall around a little bit. Maybe he's going to be a guy that starts going across and getting those little pop passes or whatnot. I, I don't want to. It's going to come oh, off wrong. No, no, do it. Make it come I off. Kinda wrong. Like, <laughs> I kind of like. I kind of like. This sounds so bad to say. Say we it. have so many receivers yes. and a second-year quarterback yeah. that yes. I think for it to happen right now is a, not there's a bad, a, not not as silver, bad of a thing. But a yes, silver lining. Silver lining yes. That they are going to get all these extra reps. They're going to get all these young guys that are here now. Mm-hmm. And they're going to throw him in the fire. And listen, we only have one scholarship running, but we can't, you know, use his legs all all spring long. We're going to have to change our offense a little bit here. Yeah. And I think that's going to give one Justin Fields, you know, hey, we're we're going to let you run this thing, right. and we're going to be putting the ball in there. We're going to, you know, I think springtime is a perfect time for that to let these guys get that experience to get with him and just be an air raid type offense. Perfect. You know, I, I, I think mean. that's something that maybe they are looking at trying to, you know, put into the system right now and. And then come, you know, training fall, camp. training camp, yeah. who's healthy? What do we have? Right. Right. You can kind of put it in a running back because running backs, they run downhill. Yeah. All right, you hit this hole, you hit yeah. that hole, right. you know. I mean, yeah. it's, you just need somebody it is the way – that's just what yeah. they do. You, you know, but getting guys in routes and getting on the same page with the quarterback I think is huge. And so you're getting a lot more of that here this spring because of the injuries. Yeah. And I think it's just going to help this team out come fall camp. And here's the deal. Dwayne Train had over 50 passes, right? And we weren't really running the ball as efficiently as we were this last season. Absolutely. Right? And we still won a lot of games. Mm-hmm. And the number one thing about our running game to me – is yes, we're missing these two men that we, like grown men that we just had, but that offensive line is another level. Yes. And with the two positions that they're battling for, I think they're going to be really good players. And we saw what that offensive line can do, really, regardless, even Master T got 750 yards yeah. outside of what JK did. So the fact that you can get a lot of production out of the running back position behind that offensive line, you're talking about 1,500 yards, that's great. It's still going to keep the defense honest. Because you have enough weapons, but like to, to Justin's point, the fact that you have the opportunity to get the timing down and the relationship mm-hmm. with the quarterback during this time is fantastic. Plus, those guys don't take a lot of abuse 
like you would with our guys up front, right? So our guys in the offensive defensive line will probably get more reps of the one-on-one pass pro type things up as opposed to inside drill, mm, yeah. right? You still got to do it to get the fits, but there's not going to be as much of that, exactly. right? So I, I so it's, it's all good. Guess what? Yeah. Buckeye Nation. <laughs> Go Bucks, man. Yeah, and what we didn't add, I don't know if you touched on it earlier, um, you still got the transfer portal. You the got, portal. You, know, you got a transfer portal where – Beat me know, up, Scotty. I mean, <laughs> unfortunately, it's going to be some guys who maybe fall off this spring or think they can't don't yep. want to be here, you don't have a chance, and they might say, hey, let me transfer before fall, and that opens up scholarship mm-hmm. or, or two, and then here you go. You got a guy coming in from wherever. Or a young cat that didn't get the yep. starting job that came in and said, hey – that's kind of what they do in the South. Hey, yeah. man, yep. you're going to be our starting running back. Oh, the junior decided to stay, and he's uh, our guy. Yeah. But yep. now you got to sit a year. Well, guess what? I'm taking my bags to Columbus. Uh, that could potentially happen. Imagine I had this conversation with somebody in the Woody last week that if they pass this, this legislation that allows for the one-time transfer that with no sitting out, that's, we're not just talking about graduate transfers. Mm-hmm, then. Yeah. It, it's possible it's that changer. that rule could be immediately applied in Ooh. April and – you, That's a game changer. You have, if you have free agency, yeah. and and look, we're talking to Jonah Jackson. They had the obvious fit, and he had the graduate transfer. Mm-hmm. They recruited him. They got that. It was a whole perfect home run. You don't usually see that with transfers mm-hmm. that can do that. But if you have Ohio State running back is one of the most famous positions in college football. Yes, it is. And if suddenly anyone in the yeah. country can come here, could take that yeah. role and say, well, J.K. I can be a part of that team. I mean, think about right. I, I'm not saying yes. that that is going to happen, but it could happen. Uh-oh. And think how crazy that would be if any running back anywhere. That coaching staff is going to be taking applications <laughs> if, that, if that happens. Because no, no running back in the country is going to look at Ohio State and say, No way. No, I don't want to play with yeah. that team. Like, right. They're going to be like, get me on that team. Yeah. You know, yeah. They should have won the national championship last year. Put you know? me in the backfield. Yes. With Justin, yeah. And that offensive line. Yep. But hang on. Here's the deal. Before everybody gets juiced up by the transfer portal. <laughs> <laughs> now, you can't, no, you can't no. throw a wet blanket yeah, on yeah, come on. No, no, no. But here, here's dominate. the thing, though. Here's the thing. I like it. But the number one thing they're going to be looking for is culture over talent. Right. Yes. Because mm-hmm. Can you, obviously, you obviously, Jonah Jackson being a grad transfer, understanding who that young man is, of which we got to talk to, yep. he fits the mold that we yep. wanted at Ohio State. He fit the culture, right? Justin Fields come in, comes in. He won over the guys through mat drills. Now, whoever comes in on a transfer portal after spring ball is not going to have that luxury. He's going to have to come in during the May semester, which they're still going to class getting a scholarship check. But it's not as grueling as the mat drills to really test the metal. So they'll have to earn it before camp during summer conditioning. But you can only do that if you believe that that guy can get it done and compete or potentially win that job. Because the number one thing of all of this is the foundation of the culture of the program, right? I just can't take a dude off the street. I don't know. No, no. The, I, that's saying, I don't think you're just that's taking one. anybody, yeah, yeah, though. I, I think no, you're no, going to be no. able to. He might be really good. Here's the deal. He might be really good. He might be a five-star, as Burm likes to talk about all the time, guy that went to a place, <laughs> got beat Burm, out. Burm's but, taking a beat on hey, this show. Hey, he, doesn't, he doesn't fit the requirements. Yeah for the culture and the brotherhood at Ohio State. And guess what? You pass on them, and you say, you know what? I'd rather go with these guys that we got, mm-hmm. right? That's how it worked. Or why didn't we take this guy over that guy? That guy fit, though you think he's a four-star guy as opposed yeah. to a five. That guy fit and could add value. We want him. We just saw what I mean, the linebacker well, yeah. coach said about 
you know, that room, how the older guys are helping the young guys. Yeah. You know, it's like something he hasn't seen before. Yeah. Yep. You know, the, the brotherhood and this is our team. We got to make this as best, you know, the best we can. <laughs> so, I mean, that's different. Coming in late like that would be tough, but I still think, you know, if you had a big time running back. Exactly. Want to I mean, come in, he's going to get it. He's either going to get on board or he's going to get out, right, Schlegs? Exactly. I mean, those, exactly. that, that strength staff will have him uh, ready to rock. Yeah, I mean, you, you still got the summer, right? You got all of that to, to earn respect from your teammates. You learn the way of the Buckeye Nation, Buckeye way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think the biggest thing is it may be a kid who, you know, just finished his freshman year somewhere. It's like, man, I picked this school over Ohio State. I thought this was going to be different. You know, I realized, or my coach just my left. My coach just yeah. left. Yeah. You know I mean, mean, come on, that's exactly. real. Exactly. My coach just left. Like, yeah. oh, man, if, if there's a chance to come to Columbus yeah. with a no penalty transfer, yeah. I mean, you're going to have – 25 applicants from day one, if not 100. <laughs> 25. And that's the tricky part because, it, I mean, if that, that rule has to change first, and the, there's a lot of hesitancy from coaches to allow that sort of free agency to happen. So we'll see. I, there is a lot of support for players to have that too. You guys know that all of this stuff has been shifting yes. in favor of the players, but it would really dramatically open up the options for Ohio State to potentially fill that void at running back if anyone anywhere can yeah. transfer in. Because it, if you're just looking at graduate transfers at running back, and there aren't a lot. Of, there's not, not a Jonah a Jackson yeah, like waiting for right. The, the yeah, yeah, wings. yeah, you're a guy that's like, where'd you play? And because they already you left. It? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Why did it take you this long to get to the? Well, that's yeah, that's <laughs> the thing. If you get right. all these applicants, you're saying, right. all right, well, do I want a guy who's just jumping ship yeah. on his own team? You know, or jumping ship on that? You know, <laughs> four years that he, he, he promised these guys. You know, type thing. <laughs> right. So I mean, it does have to be the right fit to Schlage's point. You know, yeah. but I think there'll be enough of them. Where they yeah. can dig into, we'll dig into you know, talent, what kind of guy are they? Process. Well, you know, yeah. you know, and figure out one that could be a right fit. Yeah, and what's key is scholarship opportunity, right? Like I said, you know, we look at the roster and say, how many true scholarships do we have to even offer? So yeah. if it's just yeah. one, you know, are you waiting for a guy to, or, or you know, there's a guy on the cuff of eligibility? Do we want to keep this guy? Because scholarships got to get signed every year. Right. So it's not mm-hmm. that you know you got a 85 scholarship kids, but every year. They get evaluated to be if you're still going to be part of this Buckeye Nation. Mm-hmm. So at that point, and I feel like nowadays you don't need a guy who's been in a system for four or five years. You don't need that older guy. Mm-hmm. These guys are coming in playing as freshmen. You know, I mean, it's just different. Yeah. Like nowadays, you know, I mean, you get a young guy. I mean, the kid coming in the summer, the Williams kid. I, I called one of his games last year, the state championship. He was a baller. I mean, <laughs> he was a tough. T- he was a tough tackle. And I know he's cut some weight and he's looking good coming in. I mean, yeah. I, he could be a guy that could surprise him this summer saying, man, we, we got somebody right here that we could throw in and, and rely on. Here's Burn, a question. So I'll here's throw a Burn quick, one yeah. bone on that no. one, though. He predicted that Mayan Williams would be the starting running back in the fall. Wow. Oh, okay. Wow. So See? he's standing over there wow. in the wings. We're Whoa, getting- <laughs> oh, wow. my guy. Okay. He's rocking a homage. Oh, here. Sure. <laughs> jump in here. He Be- said it before right. everything. Okay. He said it before the so end. he's got a really sweet homage sweatshirt yeah, he does. on. So, yeah, he's, like but here's a here's yeah, ahead, a Mike. question, in the sense of what if there's a guy who plans on graduating in December to enroll in January next year early, right? And he has the chance and hears this news, he can load his summer school schedule up and say, "Hey, I know I only needed four credits. Can I graduate and be potentially enrolled in August?" Yeah. I mean, that's a whole other ball game. Yeah. Whole you know what I'm saying? Boy, you're like, like, this, like, is, this has been mind the hypothetical. It's <laughs> 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 just going. My body is blown right now. You take that <laughs> yoga class, you know, this, this spring yeah. so you can graduate that's early. Like MBOE right there. Yeah. MBOE, Fisher College of Business. Right. If, if there's a guy at Ohio State looking at a 2021 and this guy only really needs 
five credit yeah. hours, to, yeah. you know, technically for the – Instead of stretching yeah, that yeah. out, you well, take it all at once. Out. Now I've got something to ask well, for the I'm next I'm going to tell you this. These mac and cheese bites on this Italian sub. Put it on Italian sub. Do you eat dinner when you go home tonight? That's what I want to know. It's amazing. Look at this, man. Calorie burns. He just tried the pickle chip before that. He's experimenting. I am. I'm trying it out. Listen, man. got a new sandwich for you. Mac and cheese bites. I go to Roosters all the time. Like, I – I only rep the brands that I love. That's right. And I love this. <laughs> this oh, is my a, goodness. It's a new, that'll yeah, be, go that'll ask be another the question. Yeah. Well, ask I was going to say, with Mike's hypothetical situation here, I was, that gives me something to actually think about and ask because Berm and I are about to hit the road for a little yeah. recruiting swing. We're, we're going to see a couple running backs in the next mm-hmm. couple of days okay. just the way it coincidentally worked out. So that'll be some content there. But beyond running back, Jay-Z, you talked about the wide receivers and how quickly they might acclimate mm-hmm. and maybe feature like – those four dudes that we saw last week are—they look ready to go to me. Wow! Yeah. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba made a bunch of plays. Julian Fleming had a little bit of a rough start on Monday. It's the one open practice we mm-hmm. saw. Yep. But he is as physically ready as you could possibly be. This is by your quarterback. You're trying to develop some chemistry. Like, how much can you get out of these 15 workouts? How bad? How much do those wide receivers need to get out? Of God, that's that's tough. I mean, you you get a bunch out of it, but you know you can only have so many receivers on the field at one time, you know, so they're only going to get so many runs with the ones or this, you know, that type of thing. I think this is a time where this is what we expect when we're practicing. This is how we practice. This is, this is what we need to be doing. And then off, you know, once spring ball is done now, you guys knew what you knew how practice goes. This is how our workouts go this summer. And I think that's more where they're going to be one-on-one, you know, Justin Fields is going to say, Hey, listen, when we call this play, they got this coverage. I need you doing, you know, being here on this spot. You know, and then that's where they just rep Are you seeing and that rep tricky hand rep. signal and he's yeah, like, look. Exactly. You know, uh, yeah. Justin gives that look out there. Right. You know, when he has a certain coverage and when they're doing seven on seven. For those young guys to be able to get <laughs> that kind of feel, that's where they're going to – and then they go on the field in the fall. They've done this. They've repped it all summer long. Yeah. You know, he gives them that look. Yeah, we're going to go up top this time. And, yep. you know, it doesn't need to be a hand signal. It's just a – Right. You know, and so you get the ball. Shrub. So I, th- yeah. I think the summer is going to be more okay. for those guys working with him just because it's so tough to get – Everybody reps. You know, there's a lot of receivers. There's guys coming back. You know, you got these young guys. I think in the summertime, one-on-one stuff with the quarterbacks is where that is where you're going to see. Yeah, chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. There was some conversation last week. So you're talking about the guys coming back. We know what Chris Olave is going to do, as motivated as he is. But Garrett Wilson was running a little bit in the slot. Mm -hmm. And I think think people were surprised. But I I would – well, I'll say – I'll just speak for myself. I like him on the outside. I was surprised by that. But – you know, he's a matchup nightmare. I mean, that's the thing about it. No matter if you, most college defense. Would you go, like coming down to play? No, you know, play coverage exactly. on that guy in the slot. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Safety nickel. Uh-huh. Most colleges have like a small five ten five nine yeah. nickel back, mm-hmm. and the guy in the slot. You got Garrett Wilson coming up, <laughs> like six yeah. three six four. Like, what's up? I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a matchup nightmare. Especially if you have those younger guys who can throw outside. Yeah. You know, the yeah. big guys. So you bring this playmaker inside. I mean, just. Uh, Matchup nightmares all over the place. Plus, it's good. Here's the other thing. It's good that they all know how to play. Every position. Every Mm -hmm. position. One, it's only going to make them better at the pro level. But two, they add more value now, right? Mm -hmm. Because things are going to happen. There's going to be an injury in the wide receiver room. Somebody else is going to have to step up. And plus, you want those reps. Guess what? If I can add more value and know more positions, guess what? I'm going to probably play more more. because I make plays. There you go. Boom, ain't rocket science. (laughs) A la Michael Thomas. I mean, the Saints move that guy around as much as possible. Sure. So give him the rock. Give him the rock. We're going to figure it out. All right, you guys know I try not to just pigeonhole you into one position, but, Doss, we got this was supposed to be the spring for Josh Proctor. He had a little bit of a shoulder issue, got that cleanup, so he's not out there. He's supposed to be 
the next starter at safety. He's not getting spring reps. Right. I don't, is that a concern for you? Is that fine? Uh, I mean, it, you know, as, as Jay-Z said, it's about, you know, learning the new secondary. Like, now you got a new coach back. He's not getting reps with that coach. It's like, okay, he's trying to fill, you know, Coach Combs out. Like, oh, man, I'm trying to earn his trust. So you got a little bit of that, like, uncomfortable feeling. Mm-hmm. Where you're How do you earn that trust now yeah. when you're not on the field? So you, you earn that trust by you in every meeting. Mm-hmm. You're still meeting with him in private. Mm-hmm. You know, anytime, you know, out of class, hey, Coach, I'm watching the film of the yeah. current guys. Taking some of in. these guys. Younger guys yeah. in there with yep. you, kind of take, thing. Take some of the younger guys in there, but then you learn from the guys actually getting the reps. What is your expectation? So when I do get back mm-hmm. out, now I can mental work reps. on these things. Gotcha. They'll get those mental reps. And the biggest thing, you know, you said is like Coach Combs comes in with a, a clean slate. He's like, hey, who who who, who wants to make plays? Mm-hmm. And he's gonna start circling. Who guys. Wants to be my guys? Yeah, who yeah. wants to be my guys? You know, I need four or five. I need six guys really. You need about six guys that you can circle and say. Okay, I can throw this guy here. I can move this guy over here. Wade's played nickel. He's played safety. He played out. Now he's back to the outside. Mm-hmm. You know, what, hey Proc, what do you, what do you really want to do for our defense? You know what I mean? So he's kind of in that. He, he he's going to have to just get ready. Kind of limbo. Summer. I mean, he's you'd rather limbo. get those live yeah. reps. I, yep. I would imagine, yeah. just as yeah. any position. But don't but let a freshman. You got to be taking care in. of yourself. You know, on the sideline, whatever it is, watching yeah. that position. Say, all right, this is what I would do right here, yeah. and then you know, and coaching those guys up too. Like what you. If you go on one-on-one with Coach Combs, you're learning it. As you see the young guys in there getting the reps, you still try to coach from show that leadership, right? Mm-hmm. Show that true, hey, this is my job. Yeah. No, someone's going to physically have to come take it from me And if, since I'm not on the field. But as a <laughs> freshman and coming guy right now, I'm like, whoa, I get – all these reps. All these reps. Mm-hmm. I'm getting all these reps. Hey, I'm hey, boss looking your chops right now, saying, I'm yeah, my this, like, is my this, this is my spot to. Yeah, because you want to make. And that's what we talked about with Brandon because they had a battle last year, and mm-hmm. it was like at the end of the day, the brotherhood. I'm making you better. You're going to make me better. He's getting better right now by understanding the game from a coaching perspective. Yes. Right. I'm getting the mental reps, and I'm also able to articulate that because I have to be able to articulate that to my coach on the sideline when I have an in-game adjustment. Right. Mm-hmm. So he's already Facts. working on that. If these young cats come in and perform well, guess what? I'm going to go out and have to prove that I'm leaps and bounds ahead of these guys. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what really hurts you from this time. This is a time that where you could really solidify your mm-hmm. position. However, guess what? Come back. Be full tilt. Make sure you take care of your body. Yep. You learn the game 100%. better. You can sit. You can speak it better. Yes. Right. And now I'll go out there and let my play show exactly where I stand on this team. And then I mean, and it doesn't take a lot for them to do that. It will be a very small window. All right. Nope. That's our guy. And now we're going to start yeah. forcing those. When they know, they know. Yeah, yeah. When they know, they know. Yes. Yeah. All right. There's still a long way to go in spring. Twelve <laughs> practices. It's long and short. I guess it's so weird. It's the long 15. and short of the long have, and short. You have three last week. You're already twenty percent of the way done, but. Now they're all on spring they're break, partying down in Daytona which Beach, is, right? Which is amazing. <laughs> is that what the I should have. Why didn't we ask them about? Got to be. You got to be on guard for coronavirus, though. Ah, you had, you had some you know tips what? for your Dude, spring listen, break. listen, everybody out there. First off, <laughs> wash your hands. Hand sanitizer is not the same right? as washing your exactly. hands. Exactly, wash them. Right. <laughs> Two, make sure you hydrate your face off. Right. I'm drinking right now lemonade Too much and sugars. sweet tea. That's okay. It's my one a day, but I hydrate my face off. Right. Three, work out. So I, I tell my body what to do. Yes. I'm going to sweat this stuff out, right? And four, <laughs> bend your the, knees. That was my going to be my five. <laughs> but anyways, hey, listen. Flat if somebody, back. I had to try if somebody wants to cough arch. at you, somebody wants to cough, boom. I'm like freaking Matrix over here because my knee. I have soft <laughs> knees. I'm ready to go. And the last thing. the vice thing, president on the phone. The we got thing, this thing figured out. Last right. thing, I can't help. 
you know, listen, I got two pads. I can't invent coronavirus testing kits. I wish I could. Right, yeah. right, right. You know, right. I probably could if I gave me some money. I would do it. But number five, listen, you have to sleep because everybody's walking around like freaking zombies because they're all up watching The Bachelorette or whatever crap shows are on TV. <laughs> right? Instead, they should be watching us right now. Right? Do it during the day while you're at work. That way, when you go home, Rest. you go to bed. That's right. Boom. No. And hydrate while you're sleeping. Well, That's true. An IV. Well, I, I do have a question. Benjamin yes. had to be number four because you can't bend him while you sleep. That's not going to help you. Right. Yeah, you know what? That's true. I like your picking one. I didn't really I, think it through. But those I, are I, my I, five. <laughs> those are my five. Now, the coronavirus is serious. It's definitely serious. But at the end of the day, since October of 19 to February 1st, 22,000 people have died from the regular flu. So, like, we cannot, like, get this thing overly hyped. Like, Hell, Can't be hyped yeah, up, man. Yeah, like they, hyped. They, the media's they, hyping. They put, they pushing this thing. Yeah, well, let's not do that on our show. Exactly. Plenty of rest and hydrate. Go to Roosters, I'm eat your face off, off, hydrate, go home, rest, sleep, work out. And when you wake up, work out, bend your knees, hydrate, eat Roosters, repeat, boom. That's what you do. On this show, you come in, you order an Italian sub, you put mac and cheese bites on it. It was actually really good. I can imagine. Two wonderful things. Yeah, I mean, we covered symbolism. Covered so much ground this week on Letterman Live. Brought to you by Roosters. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Anthony Schlegel, Justin Zwick, Mike Doss. Appreciate Brandon Bowen and Jonah Jackson hanging out for the first time. I am just Austin Ward, and we'll be right back here next week for Letterman Live at Roosters. See you then.